This is episode number 265 mm-hmm. of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello and welcome. Sal DiVincenzo here in the studio with Sarah Fade. Yay. And a stranger has appeared. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole Rambo. Hello. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. How are you? Good. Thanks. We missed you. Oh, thank you. I'm sure you guys do. We missed you. So. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I didn't think about you at all. But anyway. <laughs> Before we get started, there is a huge announcement I can make today. Okay. Are you ready for this? Yeah. yeah. We have finally made a thousand subscribers on the YouTube channel. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, do we get a plaque? Yeah, right. I'll make one in the Do we get a gift card? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, you get a little uh, post-it note that says, <laughs> good job, with a crudely, ri- crudely drawn thumbs up. That's all we get. Yeah. So so thank you, everyone, who has subscribed to our YouTube channel. Mm. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, and with that being said, we're going to jump right into uh, segments. And since Nicole's been out for so long, we're going <laughs> to yeah. just throw her right back into the fire. Sure. All right, Nicole, what do you got for us this week? That's actually kind of a, a downer, but that's okay. Oh, great. Okay, good. <laughs> so the American Psychological Association did a study, and turns out, I'm sure everyone knew this, but now it's you know a study, so it's official, mm. that social media use is not good for young people. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Okay, thanks, Nicole. <laughs> yeah. Or better said, uh, the title of all of the things is Reducing Social Media Use Significantly Improves Body Image in Teens and Young Adults. Wow. So they did a study and it found that teens and and this is like kind of the summation of the study from Healthline, but um, the APA put out like their own and then you can actually even look at the brief kind of actual study uh, that was done. But overall, um, the study found that teens and young adults who decrease social media use feel better about their body image. It was a study that involved 220 undergraduate students between the ages of 17 and 25. So it was like older young adults. Okay. Or older teens, I guess, and then young adults. Young people spending between six and eight hours every day on screens. Experts say there are steps young people can take to reduce that and feel better about themselves. How long would you say each of you spend on screen? Well, for work or all, I mean, like I feel like no, I'm always. I, well, on I think it. social. Yeah, social I, well, let's say social media, use. not oh. for work, because yes, you're right. We do social media for work, but what would you say generally? Um, now that I'm back at work, actually, gone it's gone down. Okay. Yeah. But when I was home, like you know, when the baby was sleeping, I was scrolling on TikTok. <laughs> I, I I was I was putting in numbers. Like I was I was doing work on TikTok. <laughs> you and TikTok. Oh. Yeah. I will say TikTok because prior to that, like when I was pregnant, I was like looking up stuff on like Instagram and Facebook. Okay. So my algorithm was absolutely destroyed. So now in those two things, it's all babies all the time. And it's never like good news, right? It's always like the horrible stories okay. and stuff like that. So TikTok was the one algorithm I didn't mess up. I kept to like makeup, tarot cards, yeah, ah. you know, <laughs> like funny stuff. You know what I mean? So you fooled it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I made sure to. So you know, once I was back on, I was really on TikTok mostly. Um, now, what would have been yeah. scary is if TikTok started doing baby stuff, and then you knew someone I, was sharing yeah, something. I scroll in like if I saw even a hint of a baby, I was like, no, <laughs> 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 absolutely not. Like I have no interest. No. <laughs> so I really, I really put pains into making sure. sure I don't see one single baby come across my TikTok screen. Um, but no, I, w- I was putting numbers. And I will say, like, if I did go to Instagram and was kind of on there for a while, it did mess me up. 
not so much like body image um, ways, but like uh, from like a parenting perspective, like I was nervous about everything because mm-hmm. they show you every mm-hmm. like horror story. And then I was like just staring at my baby like, uh, is you breathing fast? Are you breathing slow? Are you hot? <laughs> Are you cold? Are you that like, you know, because it's like the one, but it's over and over yeah. and over again. And you think, you know, you see that constantly. And then so for teens, if they're seeing yeah. perfect people with the filters over and over again, it's going to influence them. Like, I don't know. How, how much do you spend on it? Well, I feel like you're not huge into. No, I don't like TikTok, so yeah. I never. I'm. I only see it like if because sometimes it's on Facebook with. The, yes. So I'll like get tricked into seeing TikTok. Yeah, things. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, um, yeah. I never use Twitter. Really, it's, mm. it's so sad. The only time I use Twitter is when I want to like complain about something. Yeah. And I have to tweet mm. about it, which is terrible. <laughs> I'm on Facebook because I, you know, if you don't know, I do um a lot of stuff with. Um, rescue animal rescue right. so they uh, the group that I um, volunteer with they do all of their outreach and communication with their uh, volunteers through Facebook groups mm. so I'm on it a lot for that so but I don't really like you know all my like all then all my my feeds and everything is just dog stuff which yeah. I don't mind and then what else is there oh YouTube and then YouTube I it's more educational in like amusement, like a, t- like a tutorial or something like, like that. Okay, this is. <laughs> yes. Tell like, me about here your we go. YouTube. Here we go. Okay, no, 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 no. It's very, very. It's just glimpses of my sad life. But if I'm <laughs> like, oh, hey, this is a cute bag, but I want to know more about the po- po- pockets in this bag, <laughs> I'll like, you know, do a search on YouTube, and usually there's like an unwrapping or whatever yeah, they call yeah, it, yeah, or a yeah. review about this particular bag. Yeah. And so that's how I use it. But I don't, okay. I don't like these are um, like healthy ways. To use social media. Well, you know what? I angers when I see like people using filters and men use filters oh, too. Oh yeah, yeah. I get annoyed because you can automatically tell when someone's filtered because, yeah. um, like makeup does a lot for you. Like, yeah, yeah I will say, like you know, yeah. it's an art form. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. so. Like, but you can usually tell when someone is a lot of makeup and then they're filtered. Yeah, and I'm just like. Ugh. And you know what I, I like think? <laughs> I like teens are more like I think. I think as you get older, you get more jaded like you realize that everyone's lying right like so it is what it is but and like yeah like you see someone you're like you have a filter on even if you don't you probably do in some way you know what i mean like the lighting you have is like a certain way and like and i think as you get older it's easier to spot those things or you're just more aware of it but i don't think it's a little bit harder for teens to discern they might genuinely believe what they're seeing is real like they don't realize the lighting is a huge thing filters are a huge thing so i'm sure that plays into them feeling you know their body image and a lot of times i will say not that this is a personal thing or anything but not everyone's photogenic so like no Uh, yeah so like you know these teens might be taking selfies and like yeah but like that's not how people actually perceive them in real life right you know and or 100 percent like it's just yeah. it is a horrible yeah. lighting filters flexion. angles like they all play and these people these influencers like that's their job yeah, is terrible. to figure out the like lighting and everything I like, just you know I just have to say I really don't like the Kardashians no <laughs> not, I, I don't know them as people but yeah, as a brand yeah. as a brand, as a brand. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. I think that's like one of the yeah. that's the peak and the downfall I don't know where the Kardashians lie in this I think they're more on like our end but like I feel like growing up like we had famous people selling things 
So they were already like unattainable, these people, right? They were already movie stars, models, exactly. yeah. sports, athletes. So they were Do never- Do they weren't influencers? Yeah, like, they were never on our level to begin with. But yeah. the influencers now, they pretend, or and, and at one point they were, right? Just making videos. Sure. But they've crept up and like, but you don't see that creep up happening. You think they're still just like you. Yeah. And no, they're, they're not, not anymore. They're not, no. they're not even remotely like well, you. Well, there's a reality show of like a teen influencer. And I, I'm like, who the heck? Like I saw a commercial. I'm like, why do I care about this kid? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. like I, I feel that way a lot about reality shows that, that follow people. I'm like, I don't, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. what do they do for society? Who are they? And yeah. why are they famous? And I'm yeah. like, they're just famous because they- They're famous. Famous for up. famous. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I was like, I think the Kudar, Kudar, to your point, about the Kardashians, I think they started that. Yeah, like, just yeah. famous for being famous. Paris yeah. like, Hilton, like all those people, like they kind yeah. of were the originators. But of that. now, because I know that there were like a lot of single people twenties, but mm. now there are like parent influencers, oh. and they bring their kids into it. I'm like, that's a no no. Like, well, what's wrong with you? Heard about you? The, the parents who were who, who were modifying the kids' shoes to get on rides at Disney. What? Yeah, they were modifying the kid's shoes to make him taller to get on rides. They were giving like elevator That's shoes? Dangerous. Yes, exactly. That's what happened. People were going crazy because they're like, you can fall, the kid can yeah. fall out of the ride. They're That's the reason why. Reason. That's yeah. the reason yeah. why. And they took the video down and they had like this apology thing. That, But yeah, those Idiots. you just reminded yeah. me, those are the, the parents who are also the- Yeah, well that's like, you know, yeah. the younger generation that grew up with this and they think it's normal is now growing, having families. Yeah. It's not normal. But I do wonder, because there's, there's like kind of- People talk about the future. So, like, these kids who are exploited, but they're being, you know, their parents are putting the, their image out there and using without them. Without their consent. Without their, so, like, yeah. when they get to be 18, 20, 21, they turn around and be like, I never wanted to exactly. be on this. Like, yeah. you know, I wonder if that's going to be, like, a, a thing. That uh, All these stories about, like, children suing their parents for, you know. It's just another thing mm. that The Simpsons foretold in an oh, older really? episode. So supposedly, remember that episode where no. Bart, uh, Homer put Bart into a commercial, like booked him for a commercial, yeah. and they, they didn't realize he had all the royalties and he squandered all the royalties. Uh. <laughs> like Bart found out like yeah, later yeah. on in life. But yeah, yeah, yeah sure. So, uh. but anyway, back to the study here. It says adolescence is a vulnerable period for the development of body image issues, eating disorders, and mental illness. Mm. Youth are spending on average between six to eight hours per day on screens, much of it on social media. This is from Gary Goldfield, the PhD. Social media can expose users to hundreds or even thousands of images and photos every day, including those of celebrities and fashion or fitness models, which we know leads to an internalization of beauty ideals that are unattainable for almost everyone. Reducing social media use is a feasible method of producing a short-term positive effect on body image. So, try your best to, you know, get yeah. your, your mm. teens to do something. Read. It's a slippery slope. <laughs> it's a, yeah, like it's a slippery slope. Come down to the library. We have programs exactly. here. You know, even mm-hmm. if it is just for an hour or two, just to like get the. If you notice mm-hmm. that it's really something that they're on all the time, you know, just to bring them down and hang out. We we do have programs all the time, really, or clubs and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So yeah. Well, that's what we it did when hard. we were kids. If we wanted yeah. to socialize, quote unquote, we went to the library. We went to yeah. after school activities, and that's how we socialized. It wasn't very ping, 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 you know, with the with the, yeah. the apps and such. It's funny. I was at the doctor's office, the pediatrician, uh, the other day, and uh, a little boy, maybe he was like eight or nine, was in there with his mom, and they both sat down, and they both were on their phones. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and you know, I mean, we see that all the time at the library, whatever. Like, it wasn't, mm. but it just got me there. I was like, okay, obviously, I didn't do that with my mom. We went to the pediatrician. I'm like, what yeah. was I doing? Was I talking to her? Exactly. You were. I don't, I don't was I? 
Probably. <laughs> no, well, they might have had toys and stuff. It was probably toys. like, yeah. go yeah. get a magazine. There were, there were yeah. no toys in magazines. That's magazine. what I'm like. I'm like yeah. My mom highlights. was probably. Highlights. <laughs> yeah. I was probably doing my highlights, and my mom was probably reading her like adult yeah. Like, yeah. magazine. And I was like, oh, I wonder. I'm like, but I do feel like magazines or like print, it's easier to pick your head up and. I don't know when I'm in it if you're like in social yeah, media yeah, yeah. you are like like there's been countless times when Steve has said that he has spoken to me and I have not <laughs> looked up or even like no. acknowledged yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but I, I feel like too. if we were like on it like if I was reading a magazine or reading a book even it's you know, you're quicker to like look up. And well, it's because it's some sort of organic, tactile thing that's happening there. Yeah, because you're holding the mag, a physical holding magazine. But and I do have not to have say, the images, yes, like, exactly. Yeah. I do have to say though, yeah. if you are busy doing something, in my in my defense of being yelled at because I'm not paying attention, <laughs> yeah. I'm doing something. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm doing something. I know it's like silly because it's a phone, but I'm in the middle of like writing something. It could be an email. It could be mm. yeah, yeah. But I'm like, it's not that like you know. Yeah. In, yeah. in my enough, as you can see, I, I'm not touchy about this at all. <laughs> oh, and, and like, no, you know, he's not perfect. I, I have times where I've said, like, hey, Steve, and he won't look, and I'm like, see, you knew it now. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, yeah. Well, it's, it's something it's we already knew, but you know, it's yeah. nice to have a study to kind of like back it up now. Okay. Well, yeah, parents should be aware because children don't have the the brain capacity to navigate yeah. social media world. But I do think it's rough. But, I think a parent, like adults, have the same. I have the same problem. You know what I mean? Like I'm not selling. Yeah. I'm selling kids, and it, like it. Definitely no, I'm just saying their their adults. brain isn't yeah, formed, formed yet. enough. Yes. Yeah. So they're getting. This I think it's probably something that you could do as like a family. Even like okay, maybe we're not talking to each other, but let's put our phone down from like this time to this yeah. time. Mm-hmm. Read your magazine. Read your book. Mm-hmm. Do whatever. Clean or you know whatever you want to do. But like you're, like kind of as a family thing because I you know yeah, adults disconnect can, from the yeah yeah the internet. Yeah. Or even just ask what your kid is looking at on social media to yeah, might help. Yeah. Like, yeah. and then explain, well, that, you know, that's not real. Yeah. yeah no, exactly. seriously. <laughs> yeah. No, it's easy to get, yeah. to get duped. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, that's uh, good advice, uh, Nicole. We'll put that. Can we put those in the show notes, those links to those sure. articles? Yep. Fantastic. Uh, you know, we have a blog now, Nicole. Mm. I heard. Yeah. That's yeah. I saw. Yeah. Sarah's so we can also blog. put that in the blog mm-hmm. for uh-huh. Sarah. Sarah, that you, you'll do that for us. <laughs> Yeah, as soon as you do the show notes, I'll pull that yeah. and do the blog. Sounds <laughs> it's like a, a full plan. circle. Sounds like a plan. Uh, if you're uh, listening to us on uh, YouTube, hit the like button. We'd greatly appreciate it. And let's try to get to 2,000 subscribers. Whoa. That would be nice. <laughs> Decade later, uh, yeah. we hit 2,000. Yes, exactly. YouTube really doesn't exist it's anymore. It's announced at Sal's retirement party. Yeah. <laughs> So, Sarah, you're yeah. going to talk about uh, something that's coming up soon. Yes. So, um, it's the Oscars. I think we have an Oscar uh, episode every year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... So, this is the 95th. Wow. Oh. 95. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy. So, it will be aired this Sunday, March 12th at 8 p.m. So, just go over a few of the uh, nominees. Have you guys seen any movies lately? You know? <laughs> mm, no. no, I caught up on a lot of shows. Shows I did, but well, not really movies. Yeah, I yeah. saw the uh, three thousand years of longing. Yes, that's not uh, surprisingly. <laughs> that's, that's not I saw you in a movie chat. I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw the movie and I was like, nah. You <laughs> might have liked it. Um, yeah, I, maybe. I have no idea. I don't know. What it was about. Okay, <laughs> so real quickly, I'm gonna go over some of the um, more popular okay. groups, yeah. and then I'm gonna summarize the um, films. Right. Okay. Sounds good. So performance by an actor in a leading role. Mm-hmm. We have Austin Butler of the Mickey Mouse oh. fame. 
from El Elvis, mm-hmm. Colin Farrell in The Banshees of Inisherin, mm-hmm. Brendan Fraser in The Whale, well, yeah. mm-hmm. Paul Mescal in After Sun. Uh, Never even heard of it. Bill Nighy, who I love uh, in Living, performances by an actor in a supporting role. Brendan Gleeson in The Banshees of Inisherin, which is surprising because I feel like Brendan and Colin were both equal. Yeah, mm-hmm. probably just picked who. Yeah, you saw the film. Yeah. I did see the you film. You liked it. Well. <laughs> well, I liked it, but it was a little heavy-handed in its message. Okay, sort of, but there was a, it was weird. It was a weird little film. It was a mm. slow burn. It's all dialogue. Okay, mm. you know, but uh, I, I liked it. Except for what I just said, Brian Tyree Henry in Causeway. Judd Hirsch in The Fablemans. I have not heard of any of these movies. You heard of The Fablemans? It's by yeah. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah, but still, just okay. yeah, the majority. Barry Keoghan in The Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah. Kiki Kwan in Everything, Everywhere, All oh. at Once. Nailed it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I um, <laughs> am using phonetics. And I did. You look at, I look YouTubed the yeah, 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 yeah. So I wouldn't do them justice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Performance by an actress in a leading role is Kate Blanchett in Tar. Anna de Armas and Blonde. Did you guys see Blonde? Oh, yeah. I think we talked about that. That was. Um, I just like her. So yeah, she She's was. So she was um, very good. And I have to say, I tried to talk like Marilyn Monroe, and it's very hard. Okay. <laughs> so I have to give her props for right. mastering that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Andrea Riseborough in To Leslie, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, and Michelle Yeoh in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Okay, the supporting uh, role for female: Angela Bassett in Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Hong Chow in The Whale, Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inisherin, Jamie Lee Curtis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Stephanie Hsu in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh. Wow, those two movies, yeah. The Everything Everywhere and yeah. The Banshees, they, yeah. they both got yeah, a lot like of fun. Uh, yeah. yeah. The Whale, too, I think. Yeah, they did, yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, best Animated Future Film of the Year, uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. Wow. That's amazing. Okay. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, mm. which looks super cute. Mm. Mm. Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The Sea Beast, which is Netflix, and Turning Red. Oh, that was the, about the panda? Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's going to win, but mm. but I heard it. I amazing. thought that was... T- Turning Red, wasn't that older? No, it's not. It was, yeah, well, it feels like it was older, it yeah, does, but right? it probably just hit the mark. The beginning. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've heard, I haven't seen it, but I've heard that the Puss in Boots movie is like amazing. It's like people are crying. It's so wonderful. Oh, really? Yeah, really? it's like emotional. Yeah, I don't. I, I haven't seen it yet, but we'll yeah. see what happens. Okay. Okay, then. Then we have directing, which is a big one, right? The yeah. director. Mm-hmm. The Banshees of Inisherin by Martin McDonough. Mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere All at Once by Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Fableman, Spielberg, Tar, Todd Field, and Triangle of Sadness, which is crazy because that did not get a lot of play. And we just ordered it for the library. Oh, I'm like, why is it not familiar? Because I keep seeing the trailer every time I click on it. It has Woody Harrelson in it, and it's about influencers no, 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 no. right it's like, it looked like the trailer the but it's I weird because this is models. the only thing really that it got yeah. nominated for but yeah. that's by Ruben Ousland okay Interesting. okay we're not going over anything else yeah the technical people they they suck yeah well there's shorts film editing documentary shorts international music music written for well did Top Gun original song and score did Top Gun get anything I'm sure yes Yes, they did. What What was some of the things they well, did? Well, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. Which okay. I did not like. Lady yeah, Gaga no. and no. Blood Pop. Okay, ready? Yeah. This, is, this is where, everybody, this is what we want to you know. Okay. Best motion picture of the year. Ready? Okay, ready. So like a thousand of them? Okay, there there are a lot. Yeah. 
And I'm going to read you the summaries for the people who don't know these movies. Now, this is from either the website, like the the distributing, okay. yes, mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So everything you need to know about All Quiet on the Western Front. Which is Netflix. Netflix, right. Oscar nominated. A flare descends in a starless night sky, exposing a desolate battlefield where a fallen soldier lies ensnared in barbed wire. Oh, you're, so you're actually doing the actual old, you're describing every single movie frame for frame. Is that what you're doing? <laughs> That's what they want me to do. <laughs> so begins the trailer for All Quiet on the Western Front. A harrowing tale of World War One is seen through the eyes of German shoulders. This grim war drama centers on a young shoulder, Paul Baumer, whose romantic notions of fighting for Germany were violently dispelled by his horrific experiences on the front lines. Directed by Emmy nominee Edward Berger. So... Isn't this a remake? This is a... I oh, it's a remake. Yeah. I'm well, like, I saw this movie in seventh grade. <laughs> well, it's a book, as we know. Uh, yeah. And it's just so... It's another version of this book. Okay. But it's a Netflix film, so we probably won't be able to get this movie for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Uh, water. Oh, no. Uh, Avatar. Sorry. The Way of Water. Yeah, you could just call it Water. Mostly what's in there. Okay, ready? This is very fast. Set more than a decade after the events of the first film, Avatar Wave Water begins to tell the story of the Sully family, Jake, Neen, Tiri, and their kids, the trouble that follows them, the lengths they go to keep each other safe, the battles they fight, and the tragedies they endure. Did you you see it, Sarah? No. Okay. It's like five hours long. Yeah, I haven't seen it. I, I, you know, I didn't get the first movie. I didn't like the first movie, so I don't... Yeah. I don't know how Stephen Lang is still alive in this one, though. That's the bad guy, right? He played the bad guy? Super bad guy. Yeah, I think they did some sort of um, genetic cloning thing. Yeah. Okay. The Banshees of Inisherin. Two (laughs) life. This is. They really didn't want to give anything away here. Two (laughs) lifelong friends find themselves at an impasse when one abruptly ends their relationship with alarming consequences for both of them. That's it. Okay. Yep. Elvis, a Baz Luhrmann film, is an epic. Big screen spectacle from Warner Brothers Pictures and visionary Oscar-nominated filmmaker Baz Luhrmann that explores the life and music of Elvis Presley, starring Austin Butler and Tom Hanks. A thoroughly cinematic drama, Elvis' story is seen through the prism of his complicated relationship with his enigmatic manager, Colonel Tom Parker. As told by Parker, the film delves into the complex dynamic between the two, spanning over 20 years. Ready? And this is even more succinct than um, the Banshee's Mission. <laughs> Everything, everywhere, all at once. Ready? Yeah. Directed by Danielle Kwan and Danielle Scheinert, collectively known as the Daniels. Mm-hmm. The film is a hilarious and big-hearted sci-fi action adventure about an exhausted Chinese-American woman who can't seem to finish her taxes. <laughs> so if you want to know more. <laughs> okay, The Fablemans. Um, this is long. I'm going to summarize Okay. Yes. A deeply, the, li- the life of Steven Spielberg. Yeah. <laughs> a deeply personal portrait of 20th century American childhood. Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans is a cinematic memory of the forces and family that shaped the filmmaker's life and career. A universal coming-of-age story about an isolated young man's pursuit of his dreams. The film is an exploration of love, artistic ambition, sacrifice, and the moments of discovery that allow us to see the truth about ourselves, our parents, with clarity and compassion. Wait, so this is Spielberg's movie about his own life? Yeah, yes. It's oh. autobiographical. A lot oh. of people were wondering why it took him so long to do it. So, Well, it would be weird if he did when he was 30. No, well, no, but he's been around for a long, long time now. How old is he? 60? This guy be in his seventies. Oh really? Oh yeah. I don't think so. 
Wait, mm. this is even more succinct than everything everywhere all at once. Ready? From director, writer, producer Todd Field comes Tar, starring Kate Blanchett as the iconic musician Lydia Tar. Tar examines the changing nature of power, its impact, and durability in our modern world. That's right, it. That's it. That's it. What else do you need to know? Watch the movie. Well, I think that maybe that's... <laughs> I don't know, though. They should have been something more enticing. Ready? <laughs> Top Gun. Maverick. There you go. Really? After more than 30 years of service as one of Navy's top a- aviators, mm-hmm. Pete Maverick Mitchell is where he belongs, pushing the envelope as a courageous test pilot and dodging the advancement in rank that would ground him. And he finds himself training a detachment of Top Gun graduates for a specialized mission the likes of which no living pilot has ever seen. Maverick <laughs> encounters Lieutenant Bradley Brashaw, call sign Rooster, the son of Maverick's late friend and radar intercept officer, Lieutenant Nick Bradshaw, a.k.a. Goose. Goose. Facing an uncertain future and confronting the ghosts of his past, Maverick is drawn into a confrontation with his own deepest fears, culminating in a mission that demands the ultimate sacrifice from those who will be chosen to fly it. Oh my god, that was generous. You know, I don't, uh, I don't regret much in my life. But I do regret not going with the two of you to see that movie. Oh. <laughs> that was a great movie. <laughs> it was good. It must have yeah. been great in the we, I mean, screen. I think that description is a little aggressive for what it was, yeah. but uh, it was a good movie well, for sure. I think it's sure. adequate for Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, 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 yeah. It must have been crazy on the big screen. Huh? It was good. Yeah. We got but special was... popcorn buckets. Too. That's right. You got okay. special popcorn buckets. But uh, like realistically, they could have just had a drone in there. They should have. They would have just used a drone. Yeah. The drone would have got shot down. Come on. You yeah, have to have a person. I know, I know. You have I to have know. someone Listen, with... Listen, Miles Seller can be flying planes all day. Like, I'll watch him. I'll <laughs> okay. watch him do anything. Okay. All right, we have more, guys, because oh, the list is forever. So the next one, ready? Triangle of Sadness. Okay, this is the Woody Harrelson movie, ready? In Ruben Oslin's wickedly funny Palm Door winner, social hierarchies turned upside down, revealing the tawdry relationship between power and beauty. Celebrity model couple Carl and Yaya are invited on a luxury cruise for the uber-rich, helmed by an unhinged boat captain played mm-hmm. by Woody Harrelson. Mm-hmm. What first appeared Instagrammable ends catastrophically, catastrophically <laughs> leaving the survivors stranded on a desert island and fighting for survival. Oh, I actually kind of want to watch it now. I've been seeing the, the little trailer run, and I'm like, I have no interest in this. That made me want to watch it. There you Hey-o. go. Yeah. There you go, Sarah. You did yep. it. You did it. And then <laughs> the last final movie uh-huh. up for the Oscars is Women Talking. Yeah. That's it. It's just like a bunch of women talking. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a stuff. It's just women talking. Two hours. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ready? It's rated PG-13. The women of an isolated religious community not unlike the Amish, uh, grapple with reconciling their reality with their faith. Through the backstory, we see a community of women come together to figure out how they might move forward together to build a better world for themselves and their children. Stay and fight or leave. They will not do nothing. They will talk. There you go. Yeah. But there's a lot of uh, famous people in that movie. That is an awful lot. And obviously the big change... This year mm-hmm. is the Top Gun and Avatar nominees because remember last year they didn't nominate like the top grossing movie, which is I think a Marvel movie, and people were like really annoyed by it. Uh, That's true. So yeah. now they put it in, and you're going, well, you know, 
compared to everything else. Yeah, like Avatar The Way of Water, is that really the same thing as like, you know... Women talking? Women talking. <laughs> all Quiet on the Western Front, you yeah, know? Yeah. But, or something as clever as Everything Everywhere All. Yeah. All else, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see who wins and who, who the, the Oscar people vote for. I have to. Yeah. I have to imagine this show is going to be what five, six, seven hours long. I think people. they say eight to eleven. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so they have screenplay, visual effects, animated short film, live action short film, yada yada yada. Cool. Um, as well. So, however, the most important thing to take away from this is that we will have most of these movies mm. here in the library. Excellent for you to see. Yeah. Because as we all know, we all want to see what wins. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Great. And the uh, list comes out for adults, the first and the th- third. First and third Monday. Monday, and then the fourth Monday is independent nonfiction documentary, which are also nominated. So mm-hmm. I'm sure, sure some yes. of those will be in and that list too. The, uh, the for the kids is the second Monday. Well, that does it for this episode. We went a little long because it's so nice to have Nicole back, and <laughs> and Sarah and Nicole like to talk to each other. <laughs> Which is great. No, it's uh, I missed it. So, so it's good uh, to have everyone back here on the show. And if you want to listen to older episodes or read our show notes, you can visit our website, mcplpodcast.com. You want to get more in depth, visit our blog, blog.mcplpodcast.com. Now I'm going to have to have a whole other thing that I can mess up every week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And again, if you're listening on YouTube, hit the like button, and we greatly appreciate it if you hit subscribe. So thank you so much for listening. For Sarah Fade and Nicole Rambo, I'm Sal DiVincenzo. We'll see you on the next show.